welcome to The Conjunction with Nelia Tinga. The junction where worship, culture and creativity meet. What's good everybody? You are tuned into The Conjunction Podcast where worship, culture and creativity meet. My name is Nelia Tinga and I'm so glad you could join us here today on this podcast if this is your first time. <laughs> hey, I am recording this particular episode in Chicago, Illinois, where I am a part of a cohort of leaders from all around the world uh, that are a part of the movement of churches that I'm a part of. And we're here studying at Wheaton College in Illinois. I mean, the learning has been phenomenal. The master's program that I'm participating in is in leadership and evangelism. And we're on the final stretch. Yay! So... I've got one more set of classes next week, then I'm done with classes. Then we've got assignments, and then after the assignments is a big exam, and then after the exam, your boy is finished. <laughs> I'm so excited to be done with this, and I'm sure my wife is too. But uh, you know what? The learning is phenomenal. I, hey, I wanted to encourage you to continue to learn and continue to upskill yourself so you, you can um, learn how to be a better equipped tool for the use of of God, not a better tool. God loves you just the way you are, but being more proficient in the way you serve. And that's what this podcast is all about. We want to help worshipers, creatives, and people who are impacting the culture to be more effective in being able to reach where God has called them to reach. So with that in mind, let's take some questions. And again, if you have any questions that you would like to be answered on this podcast, uh, please do send me an email with your questions. I prefer if they're recorded on audio and you can just email them to me. Just record them on your voice memo if you have a, a phone that has that capacity. And then just send it to me at conjunctionpodcast at gmail.com. That's conjunctionpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com and we'll take your questions and see if we can point you in the right direction with answers. It might be me answering them. I may interview somebody that has those answers for you. But let's take a question. This question comes all the way from Indonesia. Check it out. Hi, I'm Eka from Every Nation in Pasar, Bali. How do we stop ourselves from choosing the same song over and over again every week? Is there an ideal way to introduce a new song to the church? Thank you, Aika, for the great questions. Shout out to my Every Nation family out there in Bali, Indonesia. Wow. Here are two questions that I often encounter. What is up with singing the same songs over and over again? And how do we introduce new songs to our churches? Well, let's address the first question, firstly. Uh, how do we introduce new songs when um, old songs are being sung, right? Old songs get sung over and over and over again. And the reason why they're often repeated is because they're safe, is because they work. Now, if you have any other ideas as to why songs are selected over and over again and I'm not covering them, please do message me. I'd love to hear your thoughts about other scenarios where songs are sung over and over again for other reasons. But this case is usually around um, songs being selected because they're safe. They worked in creating a ministry moment in the past, and they will continue to work if we continue to milk these songs. And that's not always the case. And often at times, especially as a creative, we want something fresh, right? But we must understand firstly, okay, the first thing is that we are worshipers. And as worshipers, we understand the natural order of things. God is first, and God places us under leadership in order to mold our character, but also for opportunities for us to worship God by serving the vision of that who was 
uh, senior leader or whoever's the music director of our house. Now, if it's your senior leader that keeps selecting songs over and over again, I've been around senior leaders that pre have a preference of a song and they want to sing them over and over again, um, then it may be a, a case of, in an honorable way, uh, engaging in a courageous conversation and exposing your concerns. Maybe sharing that, hey, uh, would you be open to trying some new songs in our, our services? And then even providing a playlist of possible songs. Now, as you provide this playlist, you must understand why your senior leader, maybe it's your pastor, maybe it's your worship pastor, that you need to have this conversation with. Maybe it's a, a case of providing them with a playlist that fits the reason as to why they keep choosing that song. Because that song may be chosen because maybe it evoked a Holy Spirit moment. So maybe the theme of the song is, a Holy, is the Holy Spirit. And you need to find a song that similarly matches or even takes the theme in a new direction, a fresh direction. Um, so you want to make a playlist maybe of that, those sorts of songs. Or maybe it's a fast, energetic song that your pastor knows is one that works because it's harder. It's getting harder and harder to find faster songs that we can do in our liturgy. Then it may be a case of exploring those songs in smaller venues for uh, worship. Maybe it's a, you know, you have prayer meetings at your church that you have worship in or you have music in. Maybe it's an opportunity there to uh, try those new songs and see how people gravitate towards them. Give them a try two or three times. If it's not um, going, then maybe you want to consider not using that song. But if, if people are really entering into worship and, and entering into the singing of that song, they're engaging with the lyrical content and how the music is played, then you may want to consider keeping that around. And then you can bring it into the wider church service. Uh, often at times, just to keep things fresh, I'll often um, post new songs or new song ideas uh, on message threads uh, where my leaders can be exposed to new possibilities of new songs. Uh, for instance, we have a thread on Facebook. Some of you might have threads on other apps. We have a thread on Facebook with my worship team back in Brisbane, and we're always sharing ideas of new songs um, and why they might work. That's also inspiring, too, um, when we consider new songs that we can try out. You also might want to ask your pastors and your leaders to anticipate um, possibilities for new songs. Uh, what themes might they be preaching in their series or in their sermons ahead of time so that you can preempt that and provide a song pool or a playlist of songs that might be possible selections? And then another thing that I would consider is actually taking the opportunity uh, to try out just the choruses or the bridges of the chorus and the bridge in a service. Just try it out. Just try the chorus and the bridge. Usually in worship songs that are a bit more anthemic, the chorus and the bridge are the more catchier parts of the song. And then you can just try it out in the congregation, see if they gravitate towards it. If they gravitate towards it, then you can bring in the whole song the next Sunday. And by that time, they will have, you know, had a familiarity around the chorus and the bridge. So those are some of the things that I would do is just try out those things where you can firstly understand your role in the whole selection of songs and, and having those conversations with leaders that maybe choose those songs and exposing them to possibilities of new songs and then being slow to introduce new songs, especially if your congregation likes to gravitate towards things that are a bit more familiar. Be slow, have grace, be patient. If it works, if the Holy Spirit breathes on the song, then let it flow, let, let God be the one to to, to sow the message of those songs into the hearts of the worshipers. That's what I do. Hopefully that helps you. Here's what we're enjoying right now.
because sharing is caring. I wanted to take this opportunity to share with you something that we're enjoying because we always love to talk about what we're enjoying at the close of every podcast. Now, on this particular episode, I wanted to shout out the ministry of Ruth Barton. Uh, Ruth Barton writes a lot about uh, just the rhythms of life and rest and Sabbath and finding ways to meditate on God's word. Uh, I've really enjoyed her ministry. She has a podcast about strengthening the soul. Um, You can check that out. But there's a book in particular that I've just started reading. It's called Sacred Rhythms by Ruth Barton. So you want to check that out. And a lot of it is about how to find the rhythm of life. Because if you're anything like me, um, life, ministry, work, whatever you're doing can get on top of you. And so you need to take time to kind of figure out the rhythms that God moves you in. Like how much sleep do you get? How much coffee do you drink? Not just to enjoy the coffee, but to actually keep you awake. How much solitude uh, you take? Do you take time to rest your mind? Um, you know, uh, do you Sabbath? For those of you who are, you know, are followers of Christ and you're listening to this, do you take time out of your schedule as commanded by God to, to actually take time to, to rest and enjoy Him? And, uh, you know, do you take time out to retreat and be with God? So these are some of the questions she's exploring in the book. And they've really been challenging me because I'm a go-getter. I love to achieve, but... Um, you know, we need to be in the rhythm of what God has for us. And so enjoy that book. Enjoy um, the ministry of Ruth Barton. I think, um, you know, I'm, re- I'm just really enjoying exploring some of the ideas that she presents from Scripture and just being a Christian who follows Christ out of a place of rest. So check out Ruth Barton. But that's all for this episode. Hopefully this episode has been a blessing to you. Don't forget, if you have any questions or comments that you want to email to me, we'd love to hear them in the form of voice memo so that we can also... Um, put them out there uh, for anybody that has the sim- similar questions or the same questions uh, that need answering would be glad to point you in the right direction because that's what the conjunction is all about, serving the, you as you serve the world. So God bless you all. May you find rest in everything that God has for you. Grace and peace, y'all. Thanks for joining for this episode. You can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts. Our heart is to serve. So if the conjunction has been a blessing to you, you can help by sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast on iTunes so that the people who might be served by the conjunction can find it. You can interact with Nelly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be inspired to create something great because he is. Grace and peace.